tip. Good afternoon. It is January 10th, 2022. You're listening to a little column A, a little column B, hosted by Will Limos and co-hosted by Zach Bishop. How are you doing today, buddy? What is going on, Will? I have a traffic story for you today. You used to live in Southern California, so you probably know traffic better than uh, anybody else. Definitely out of the two of us, but I lived in, you know, I still live in Connecticut and had to deal with a uh, you know, there's just the usual traffic pre-COVID when I used to have to go into the office. But this is coming out of China. Uh, guys are uh, looking to, you know, get where they're uh, get where they're going. But uh, there are a flock of more than 80 ostriches racing through the streets. This is in the middle of the night. Have you ever come across a flock of anything that has caused you uh, to be in traffic? No, I mean, I'm sure there was like a... There's probably been like a lone cow on the road here or there within the the small town of Berkshire County here. I'm, I'm sure that's happened, but you, you you drive around it. It's not really you're not really endangered. I I know some people like my my mom for one, and at least one other coworker who I used to work with have been hit by deer. Like the back, like the deer thought it could like cross and it just clips the back end of the car. It's it's very nerve wracking and, and hectic and stressful and I, I I hope it never happens to anybody. I, I wouldn't wish it upon them, but th- I wouldn't say I've, uh, I've I've seen crossings of actual traffic's like that. Like I, I see the signs that we drive by of like you know, you know some bear crossings or something might might happen. Now, never never an ostrich or whatever other animals you're you're referring to uh, have delayed my my commute. <laughs> now, one ostrich would definitely turn heads 80 seems like a lot uh i don't think they're native to the 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 northeast uh not sure about the china situation i don't really know where ostriches are from but when i saw this headline and i started to read into this a little bit does this not sound like a uh like something from a, a tv show or a movie where it's some sort of distraction like what was the real thing that was going on here that was distracting the police and everybody else like I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of what could possibly be going on. It, did you ever see the? This was early when Shaq had just started on TNT, and he was late to a show. Like he was actually late. Like the, the in the show, he walks in onto the set during the show. Like he was a couple <laughs> minutes late, and and they came up with all these reasons, and they they ended up making a whole bunch of jokes on it. But on that same day, and and there is a theory of all this. I I don't know if this is the actual reason why Shaq was was late, but this did happen on that day. Is that within? I think it's it's I think it's in Atlanta. I think in Atlanta, uh, a horse or something got loose on the highway and it shut down everything. Like they just closed <laughs> it down for a little bit. I don't I don't know if there's truth of it, but this is the, the truth of it. Really did happen. I don't know if that's the real reason why Shaq was late, but I remember him saying that reason and the the, the timing of it actually was somewhat accurate of a story. But that might just be a cover up, like you said that that they're just trying to do. Because what, what do you say? There really is no excuse for being late. It's never good, but it would, it would definitely throw you off if you've planned out, okay, this is how long it takes. All right. Traffic. All right. This is how long it takes a little bit of a buffer, but you have something like animals on the, on the highway and shutting everything down and you just, yeah, you think you just got to toss your hands up and, and just, uh, you know, go past it. Yeah. I don't think Google is, uh, Changing your 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 ETA very very much before calculating uh, animal crossings. I, I'm not sure how accurate that is. Maybe maybe a new app is going to have to come up with that. Like, hey, heads up, uh, this this app's got all the animal crossings you need. Like, just just so you know, you know, there might be an extra half hour being added to your trip. Good luck with that. That is pretty uh, pretty unique. One of my favorite parts of the article is towards the end. It's quote: Police said most of the ostriches were rounded up and returned to the farm. Wait, hold on. Most of the ostriches? So you're saying there are still some that are at large? Do you think the ostriches are fast? Are they racing cars or each other? Like, where are they getting to? Where are they commuting all to? Like, is this just life? They're just these these cars are here. This is where I live. These cars are in my room. <laughs> get get out of my way. I think that you know, once you escape, it's just. It's a free throw, free for all, but you are correct. A common ostrich can run forty three miles per hour. That is fast, dude. For the size of it, that's terrifying. Terrifyingly fast. They're not small. They're tall too. What are they like? Six feet tall. 
four feet, six feet. These are they're big, from my understanding. Yeah, the uh, uh, height is six to nine feet. Wingspan uh, six and a half feet, and weighs uh, one hundred forty to three hundred and twenty pounds. And is moving forty miles an hour with giant feet. Man, so basically, uh, you have Bobon coming at you. <laughs> Bobon can't run that fast. So a super fast Bobon. Scary, terrifying. Yeah, who wants that? I don't want that. Oh man, yeah, I, I knew they were big, but I don't think I've ever been uh, up close to one. So that's. <laughs> Yeah, that's a concern. Eighty of those uh, on the on the highway—that's a—that's a real concern. I'm—I mean, this is this is some real trashy old movie reference here. But you did you ever see Dude, Where's My Car? Oh yeah, of course. There's ostriches, I believe, in that movie. I'm pretty sure that's who it was, and they—they're huge, they're fast, and they're terrifying. Yeah, hopefully I don't have to deal with any of them, both out of the car or in the car. Well. The NFL season has officially come to an end. I wonder how many people in the offseason are going to have to deal with ostriches now, as well as how many people are not going to have to deal with it because they have playoff games to worry about. What a wild finish to a kind of useless week that had, I feel like we knew the storylines that were going to happen and we had an expectation of how the playoffs were going to go. It did not go on that plan at all. This, this was like an alternate universe where this happened, that happened, and nobody saw any of this coming. I'm for sure one of those people that didn't see any of this coming. I can't believe the Indianapolis Colts are not in the playoffs. In some ways, I'm very happy they're not in the playoffs because I think Jonathan Taylor is is like a playoff kryptonite for every other team, and now nobody has to worry about it at all. It's, it's gone. They were unable to win and get in against the Jacksonville Jaguars. How? How? Just... It doesn't make sense to me. Like, don't they know you have to win to get in? And not only, not only is Jacksonville really having nothing, nothing to play for at this point, but you just got to get the job done. Like, they fall down early. They, they're 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 not able to score. They don't even get a touchdown. I think till like the last three minutes of the fourth quarter. Like, what are you doing? What what happened? What went wrong here? And are you shocked by this? Or it, it, I, I wasn't completely shocked by that specific game. I was shocked at the, uh, the, the collection. There were a few teams that win and either you're in the playoffs or could improve your seating going against teams that they were out of the playoffs, nothing they could do. And the three are the, the Colts, as you, as you mentioned, second are uh, unfortunately the, uh, the Patriots and the third one was the Cardinals of just, how? How do you not just come out, get a touchdown or two on the team, and then the other team goes, "Yeah, well, we we tried. Like our, our season's done. We're we're gonna wrap it up." But I I, I knew that something wonky would uh, could could possibly happen when last week after the games ended, I saw a tweet from a, from a gambling guy that I follow that said, "Hey, uh, not sure if anybody noticed this, but if somehow the Jaguars beat the Colts, that." If the Raiders and Chargers tie, both of them will get into the playoffs. And so just in my head, it's like weird stuff happens, especially with all this COVID. Just maybe the Colts just don't win. And then all of a sudden you have this weird uh basically prisoner's dilemma of, you know, if we just handshake and we just kneel, we're both gonna make the playoffs. That's not what happened. Do you think that's do you think that should have happened though? Are you like, do you think that that was like an, a selfish, like not bigger picture viewpoint of? Do you, do you think they should have tied last night? Like they came really close, especially came, at the end there. You know, is, it is came there so close? I mean, the game technically did end in a tie because it went into overtime, and then oh, it was it was very close to having to come into tie. It was one of those very fun Twitter nights where everyone as the game is going on, it's getting closer and closer. It's like, wait, hold on. This is really going to happen. And you have the people saying you have to score half the people saying, what are you doing? Just don't call timeout, run the ball, kneel, everyone just be cool. Uh, I, I totally get if you both tie it's, it's in your both interest. You both make the playoffs. I, I, I get that, but there just seems like some sort of bad karma to doing that. If you didn't try I can't, I can't exactly explain it, but you're in uh, 
a profession that it's all about being competitive and trying to win every time. And almost like the, the, the tie is like a loophole and it's more of administration, not the, no, when you go out there to play football, you're out there, you're trying to win. So I was on the side of you, you try to win, but I could see down the stretch in overtime of playing for the tie rather than playing for the win, uh, which you, it would be different than maybe what you would do in a week 13 matchup. Look, halfway through overtime, I'm having conversations. It's, it's, it's like, why are we going to risk trying to win this game when we can, we can be in if we just don't risk anything? I, I I get like the whole game and it ends in a tie and you try to give a maybe you get the ball first in overtime or if you get the ball back and you can just got all you got to do is score now I I get all that but once we get halfway through overtime and both teams have had the ball a couple of times yeah I don't know I, I'm 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 I maybe having some conversations with some assistant coaches about like hey what's what's really the safest way for this season not to end like how can we just not end this season and I'm not even factoring in what the other teams' results are going to be it's just if we tie and we don't lose, we are in the playoffs. We obviously want to win, but if we have to, we end up throwing a turnover or anything or missing kicks or field goals or what, all, all this stuff is potential that could happen if you're trying to win the game. But if you're trying to tie, I gotta just get, I gotta just tie to get in. Like, I also just I wonder was- if you're not the better team. Like, what if you deep down think like if you were the Chargers last night and you're like, well, I don't think we could beat this team. What if we just kill as much clock as possible and just try and make this a tie? Like, like what if you're just fearful that you, this team is better than you and you think the only way you can get into the playoffs is a tie? Well, I think you, if you're the, the worst team trying to just have the ball for as long as possible, like that's, that's just as hard as trying to score. Because if you want to hold the ball for a long time, you have to have long, sustained drives. So you have to kind of know what you're doing and I, I don't think you could, you could do both of those things, but I was really waiting for at the very end of overtime Raiders are lined up to, to kick the field goal and was just waiting for the kick to get blocked where all they had to do was just kneel out the game. They would have been in the playoffs. And then, you know, they try to go for the win it gets blocked and the you know chargers run it back for a touchdown. They're out of the playoffs, but the game was definitely wild, but not that quite, uh, not that quite that level of wild. Well, the season's over now. The outcomes have essentially well, all played out. The regular season. The regular season's over. The real season's about to begin. I, I really, I only, all right. So the season's over for some teams. I, I, I think there's a fair amount of teams that have the right to be disappointed at the result of their season, based entirely off of just four hours yesterday. Like that's just crazy. We played an extra game this year, and yet at some point yesterday during a four-hour period. Everyone's season switched from either really good to really bad. Because if you're the Colts and you get in, you know, who knows? If you're Pittsburgh yesterday, we're doing like a, a last hurrah for, for Ben Roethlisberger. It's his last game. And then by halftime, it's, hey, guys, uh, yeah, Ben's going to have to play again next week. Like, don't, don't, like, put away the, the, the parade and all that. Cancel it. Like, they were, we're, we're, we got a game next week. We're still in it. Tomlin gets the job done. I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's weird for Baltimore too, who has had more injuries this year. I mean, it's it's hard to sympathize. Every team's had injuries, but I I sympathize with Baltimore mostly just because the injuries they dealt with right off the bat. I mean, back to back preseason game, both running backs out. Lamar's in and out. Lamar has a stretch there where he's clearly like the MVP of the league, and then that fizzles out, and he's never really able to get back on the field. You miraculously get this Huntley guy who's like, oh wow, this this is this is doable. Maybe, maybe we could still do something with all of this but just not enough to finally get over the hump here. Meanwhile, Pittsburgh, I I feel like they were the opposite season of what they had last year. If we go back last year, Pittsburgh's what, like undefeated going into what, like week 13 or something, and then they lose like two of the last three, and it all just kind of fizzles out. And then this year, it's just an up-and-down roller coaster that I don't think they were that talented of a team. Everybody's on Bentham Roethlisberger. He's not good enough, and then it was kind of like a little momentum push at the end of the season here. Where it was like, yeah, well, big Ben's a hall of famer and you know, this is, he's one of the greatest to ever do it and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we're, we're kind of going to hold our hat on that. That's going to be our season of like, yeah, well, big Ben did a lot of good things for us, but we're not going to make the playoffs. Well, they're in now and anything could happen. I just wonder 
is Roethlisberger going to be ready for another game, or, or is he really done? Because you asked me, he's kind of been done the last couple of weeks. A couple of weeks, he's been done the whole season. He really has. I, it, I, it was one of those of uh, when he announced, yeah, guys, this is going to be my last year. It wasn't a shock. It wasn't, oh, really? I, you don't think you had anything left? It was, okay, so you've realized it. We've all realized it, but now you've realized it too. Weird, weird scenario. And anything can happen in the NFL. I, I think Tomlin's a good enough coach. I, I, I think there's certain advantages and certain just experience history that I think he can pull off. I mean, I don't know. Any, anything can happen with all these matchups. I, I'm most shocked that, that I can't believe Pittsburgh's in the playoffs. I can't believe Pittsburgh's in the playoffs. I can't believe. They almost weren't. If that game had tied, they were the ones that were going to be uh, on the outside looking in. Uh, they they would have been so disappointed. Yeah, well, I I guess I'm still happy for Ben. We get to see him suck for one more game. Like, what are we what are we rooting for here? This is great. This is it's like it's like just retire his number already. Let's just move on. All right, I'd rather watch old highlights than any new highlight that he can't actually produce. Like this, let's just move on from the show. All right, this is like a terrible last season that was renewed because they said they were going to renew five seasons and we're on season five and it really only should have been renewed for three seasons. Like it's, <laughs> it, it's a weird contract situation that that somehow has so much meaning now. Like once you're in the playoffs, how many like wildcard teams have won the Super Bowl numerous times. It's, it's not unheard of happened last year. And, and I don't even think, I don't think there's like a clear favorite this year that I'm like, who, who can't be beat by anybody. Anybody can be beat by anyone for any match. Well, something else to think about, uh, for, for this year, this is the first year with the playoff change. So only the first seed has a, has a buy in the past, you know, for forever, it's been the first and second seed get buys. So you're having better teams playing in the, you know, calling it wild, still calling it wild card weekend, you know, the first weekend of the playoffs. I can't, I feel like we, we, if we had written down notes, for, if we had done the podcast yesterday, which we there was a chance we were going to, could you imagine how silly it would have sounded today? Uh, we would have went through all the all the possible scenarios. I don't think we would have picked any of these scenarios, though. There's no way it would have played out this way. That's what made yesterday exciting. Is I don't think anyone saw this coming. I think we all have these uh, hypotheticals and these what ifs and all that, but they never actually happen. Like how often do they happen? Where it's like this team need, can get in the playoffs, but. Five things got to go their way, and five things got to go bad for five different other teams. Like that doesn't happen. It kind of happened yesterday. <laughs> was it was it that many things? I don't feel like it was that many things. I think it was just the one thing that the Colts couldn't beat the Jaguars, and that was the. It was just one big thing more than I think other times. There's been more a bunch of little things happened. If that tie had happened, that would have been. <laughs> that was close to happening. That that would have been. We I, we wouldn't have prepared ourselves for that. Well, all right. Well, the playoffs are coming. Are there any other scenarios you want to recap from yesterday? You want to go through uh, through the matchups? Well, that's what I was going to say. Otherwise, I want to talk about some stuff going forward rather than whatever happened yesterday. Is there anything else from yesterday you want to talk about? Uh, just the Patriots did not look good. Uh, Miami was out of the playoffs coming into it, and so kind of thought this was going to be a uh, kind of a tune-up game for us and we were going to take care of business and very quickly uh, we were down 14 to nothing and I had to transition over to red zone which was very unexpected two losses to Miami uh, getting swept this year uh, odd there's this weird stat floating around um, the Dolphins in their games they won if the quarterback they played against had an O in their name and they lost if the quarterback did not so super weird, but I don't know. Might be something there. Should we? You know what? You you brought up Miami. I I feel like we're. I'm not going to be able to transition into the firing of, of Flores at a better. Like we're not going to talk about Miami at all the rest of this podcast. So we might as well just touch into that right now. I I can't believe this guy is is an available coach right now. I can't believe they moved on from him. I understand it wasn't that successful of a season, but. I don't know what their expectations were for this season. It's almost like they thought they were going to be a Super Bowl contender and he didn't even make the playoffs. Like like they they were that disappointed in him? Like it was that much of a struggle? And as well as Tua was was banged up this year and he's still super young. So I I think it's always one of those you 
it's easier to blame the coach than to, to blame the players. And I don't know, maybe they, they saw something and thought someone else was going to be able to do things better with Tua because, you know, he's young and they kind of have to have to salvage that. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I saw a comment on Twitter. I can't remember exactly who it came from, but it said something like when you fire your coach and then he becomes the like premier guy that everyone else is looking for, it probably exactly. means you shouldn't have fired your coach. Exactly. He's, he's immediately top of the list. He's going to have his pickings of a whole bunch of interesting options. I'm curious to see which quarterback he actually wants to coach because I've heard some rumblings that he's not very happy with the quarterback situation in Miami and that may or may not have led to the, the firing of all this. But I, maybe maybe we're just some biased Patriot fans that are just feel like we're being disrespected right now. Like these guys have been kicking our ass specifically since he started coaching and he's one of our guys coaching over there and he kind of has our number. And and we were like, well, if he's able to beat us, he's, he's got to be pretty good, right? He has to be. Maybe he's only able to beat us, but I still feel like that has some value because there's not a lot of other teams in the league that are able to kick our ass the way he has been able to. Uh, is there any chance we could just bring him bring him back home? I, In terms of a Belichick successor, I think I would put him head and shoulders above almost any other coaching guy we've let go. I mean, there's some good ones. I, I wouldn't say any of them have had nearly as much success against us as he has. But who who knows? I know the players are a huge fan of him. I I'm just I'm just shocked Miami didn't want to want to continue to do this. I I, I don't feel like I I don't feel like he failed. I really don't feel like he, Flores was a failure in, in Miami at all. I I I just I don't know what the expectations were. You really thought Tua was going to lead you to the playoffs this year? The fact that they were even close makes me think that that's like a, a successful year. I, yeah, can't. <laughs> You 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 got to look at uh, you know what what what's your history and like how many coaches do you have to go through before maybe some other changes got to get made. I just hope he's not in our division anymore because I would if I'm a, as a Patriots fan I would rather not play Flores ever again, let alone twice a year. <laughs> this is this is great news for us. I'm curious to see what kind of guy they think they're going to be able to smooths into here into Miami be like oh don't worry we have this guy in our back pocket he's an awesome coach and he's going to be great here like that, that that guy's not walking into Miami there's a lot of other coaching positions as well as Flores is going to be the top guy like you said for every other spot out there I guarantee there's like five maybe even 10 teams right now who the season just ended yesterday and they're like you know our coach is okay I think we can hold on to him going forward you know there's not really a star candidate out there that I would really rather move on for and I'm sure you went to bed with that feeling, but today you're waking up with a different feeling of be like, you know, Flores is out there. You know, we were 50-50 on him yesterday, but now today maybe we, we're flipping the other way. Maybe we, we, we get rid of the coach and we bring in Flores. Like I, I, I wonder the opportunities that are about to come from this. And that's going to be the funny thing. And I, I feel like for Miami, it's just such a miss. It's just a huge miss. But all right. There that, were three other coaches fired uh today it's commonly referred to as uh, as black monday it's the day after you know after after the, the season ends so kind of a if you're moving on from a guy you might as well do it as, as quick as possible so that was uh matt nagy uh coaching the bears mike zimmer coaching the vikings and uh vic uh fangio coaching the uh, the broncos uh do you have any strong feelings on uh, on those guys as you do with uh with, with flores i'm shocked uh the bears in that relationship lasted even to the end of the year. I feel like we knew they got rid of their, uh, their general manager too. Ryan pace is out. I'm, I think the Vikings did the same thing, uh, where there was a couple of teams that wasn't just the coach. It was the coach and the general manager, just a little more clean in house. It's, it's funny when you get rid of the general manager, because I think a lot of the reasons we had high expectations on both of those teams was the rosters. You look, you look at the guys on there and you're like, well, that that's a player. Most teams would want that, That's a player. Most teams would want. And he, that, that player would probably start on most teams. Like that you look at both those rosters, I think, especially the bears defense and, and the uh, Vikings offense. And you're like, yeah, these are loaded, loaded rosters right now. So I, I find it fascinating that <laughs> you're getting rid of the GM when on paper it looks, it looks pretty good. Now, I feel like that's where you didn't you didn't execute right. And who's the guy doing the executing? It's the coaches, the directions, the, the leader. It's, it's not it's not working. It's not getting it's not getting the job done. The funny thing is, is they're both in the same division. 
struggling against the same team that's been kicking their ass for years now in uh, in, uh, in Green Bay over there. And I mean, Detroit, it's, it's not even mentioned Detroit. <laughs> that's, that's the only blessing that they have. But, you know, th- those teams should be better. I, I don't know if getting a new coach makes them better, but those teams should be better. I, I, I feel like those are justified firings where I'd say they were maybe a step ahead of Miami, who's clearly still rebuilding. I, I don't know. I mean, who's the talent on Miami that you're saying – is Thielen or or uh, or Khalil Mack like who are those guys? They don't I don't I don't I don't hear those names in Miami. Maybe maybe Waddle. I think Waddle's a great guy going forward. But other than that, I mean, really, like, it's just, it's just bizarre. It's bizarre the expectations that each of these teams have. They're really on different scales entirely. <laughs> but no, not much more of an opinion on any anyone else. I mean, I think Denver potentially if they could just. They could just get any quarterback, just literally any quarterback. I, just somebody who can start a season and end a season. Like even if it's somebody as low as Heineke or Fitzpatrick, I I think that there's enough talent on that offense and enough young talent that that could really be like the next Tampa Bay overnight. Now Tampa's not looking like the greatest example today, but again on paper, you you know there, there's some there's some weapons on that offense, and I think there's some some strengths on defense that I haven't really recovered since the Super Bowl but I don't know I I don't hate that Denver team either I could have easily seen them having a way better season going in but I that's about it for all that I I wonder how many other teams though are gonna fire their coach by this next week knowing that Flores is now available are you expecting any other additions hmm because I, I was talking with somebody today about it I was like well you know What's going on with the Giants? Are the Giants happy with uh, was a judge was, over there? Yeah, that, that, that's a good one. You know, that, that was the one that uh, I was trying to think because I was thinking right before the podcast, and it was like these guys have been fired. Who else? And yeah, Joe Judge from the Giants seems to also be uh, on the hot seat. I, I would throw him in there. An interesting one where it just feels like the relationship has kind of fizzled out, and the magic's really gone is is Seattle, and it might just be an off year in a really good division. All all fair arguments, but between the weird offseason that Wilson had going in about, like, I don't want to be traded, but if you do want to trade me, these are literally teams I'd be willing to go to. That was kind of weird. And yeah, weird. Pete Carroll is is by no means a young guy. And I've also been there a while. Exactly. Too. I think that that's starting to really wear out a little bit where he maybe doesn't have the same vocal power that he once had. So I think that's a fascinating one. But. I, I just wonder, like, would you rat like the, the terrible thing is there's going to be a divorce in Seattle where they're going to get rid of the coach or the quarterback, I imagine. And the at, the bad part about it is regardless of which one goes, the other one's not going to be happy without the other one. And they're going to end up going also. So it's you're going to be out both these guys. Sorry, Seattle. that That's a terrible prediction. But if you think you had a bad season this year, it's it's not getting better. I'm, I don't have uh, I don't have good news to report. That, that's that's my uh, little conspiracy there, but I don't know. Is there yeah, any other? It any... has to do with the, uh, the the ownership. If they are more on his side or more on Russell Wilson's side, uh, assuming that there's some sort of rift there. But I agree with you on it. Seems like some changes need to get made, and the easiest way is to change your quarterback or change your coach. Yeah. Well, I I don't really have a whole lot of other teams circled, but I do think. I do think there will be more coaching jobs available. Like Flores can hold out and wait to see what other options are coming. Cause I, I still think there are more options coming. I don't know why he would rush into anything. If the contracts work where when you're fired, you still get paid. It's like, why would you rush right into something? If you can get paid to not coach while you wait for your, you know, the best uh, opportunity. Yeah. All right. Let's let's go quickly through some of the new playoff matchups, the official playoff matchups. Now that everything is locked in, who's playing who and when can we see some of these games? All right. Starting on Saturday, 430 Raiders at Bengals. Uh, They played in uh, week 11 and the Bengals won 32 to 13 on the road. Um, And then a fun little stat for you is these two teams. Uh, when they first met in the, the postseason, way back January 1991, uh, the Raiders the Raiders started Cincinnati's 31 year playoff losing streak. So, one of those things that this is how time works, and so you shouldn't be surprised by it. But saw earlier 
uh, today, someone said, no one has ever sent a text message uh, saying the Bengals have won a playoff game because they won, I don't know, like in 1990 or something. And then the text message wasn't invented until like a year or two afterwards. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Just... You make you make you're making me feel old. I don't think that was your you're accomplishing you're accomplishing the wrong thing out of the the, the, the comparison here. All right, who, it's who, how time works, Will. Get used to it. All right, the next one, Saturday still at eight fifteen. Patriots at the Bills. I just gotta imagine everybody knows that uh, each of us has have won uh, won a game. Have you looked at the uh, weather forecast yet for Saturday? Because that seems like that might uh, <laughs> that might be what wins or loses it for us. No, no, I haven't looked, but I I can tell you I went skiing today. It was really cold, and I'm supposed to go skiing tomorrow, and I'm not going skiing tomorrow because it's going to be even colder. So I'm assuming some uh, some climate change is coming this weekend. I really hope, since we just played Buffalo uh, a couple of weeks ago, that Belichick had kind of saved some stuff and didn't show him everything, and has a has a really good really good plan because. Even the the first game that we won sure seems awfully fluky, and the next one it looked like the Bills had their had their act together. But I would like to uh, continue our, our our season beyond not, beyond Saturday night. We're not going to lose to Buffalo. We're not we're not going to lose to Buffalo again. I guarantee you, we are not going to lose to Buffalo again. Taking a uh, quick peek, uh, Buffalo, New York on Saturday, high of fifteen, low of seven. So no precipitation, but that is definitely cold. Oof. We're not we're not going to lose to Buffalo. I I guarantee you we're not going to lose to Buffalo. I'm, I'm not I would a- like to be more confident, but after uh, the past three weeks, uh, I just I just don't have the confidence I did maybe uh, a month six weeks ago. Okay, on to Sunday. Sunday one o'clock. Eagles at Buccaneers. Oh man. <laughs> I, I guess when you've been in the league as long as Brady, every matchup has like some history, <laughs> but, right? But, but this just feels like oh no, like what if, like it's going, it's not, it was going well and it's not going great for Brady at this point. I, he went from kind of being the only MVP candidate to not even maybe getting an MVP vote now, to maybe not even getting out of the first round of being like a potential Super Bowl favorite pick and is now at risk of losing to the Eagles who are their normal Eagles. They're not even the good Eagles. They're, they're the normal, typical <laughs> Eagles that nobody's scared of and nobody really cares about. Nobody's talking about. And because we do that, they always end up in these situations where they could just be these dirty underdogs and anything can happen in this. I, I think, I, I think they got wild cards on, on offense. I don't know what to expect. I, I think Brady is still going to get the job done, but man, uh, there's a lot of history there. It, it, it's a fascinating uh, matchup, and, and, especially with the uh, the Buccaneers injuries. Yes, yeah. Somebody stumbling in. The other one looks like they're kind of building momentum where nobody thought they'd get in. And it's like, hey, look at us here. Look, uh, no, I'm not scared of anyone. So, oof, man. Uh, I, I I hope Tom gets through that one because I, I just I just want to see him play more. Uh, Brady in the playoffs is great. I, I I don't I don't want to watch Jalen Hurts in the playoffs. I'll, I'll tell you that. I don't think that's nearly as uh, fun to watch. Okay, on to the 430 game. We have 49ers at Cowboys. The 49ers needed to win and get in yesterday, and they uh, just just snuck in. I have no opinion on either of these teams. <laughs> All right, we'll keep, keep it moving then. All right, so the next one, this is going to be 815 on Sunday night. This one and the next game we're going to talk about, these are going to be, these are the two new games. So in the past, the games that I mentioned, there would only be four, but now we have number five and number six uh, with the, uh, the change in the playoffs. So just, you know, plan, plan your life accordingly. Uh, and this one is going to be Steelers at chiefs. So like I said, Roethlisberger rides again. Yeah. That's, that's the only story here. There's nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. And, Kansas City blew out the Steelers 36-10 two, uh, two weeks ago. So I I got to think the Chiefs have gotten their act together that even if they uh, aren't 100%, they should still be able to uh, to pull this off. So in the same vein, I just want to mention before how these are two new games that last year 
you would not have a game at uh, 8 o'clock on Sunday. You would also not have a game on Monday night. This is the first uh, Monday night playoff that uh, I, I don't know if it's that they've ever done, but certainly uh, since I can remember. And this will be the Cardinals at the Rams. 8-15, this is going to be on ESPN, just like normal Monday games are, but definitely unique on, you know, we're going to have football Saturday, Sunday, and Monday in the playoffs. That should be a great game. I think that's going to be a great game. I, the those coaches are are buddies to my understanding and you would think that makes it like a friendly fire kind of thing and it's like no you you want to kick your buddy's ass like you do not want to lose <laughs> that you do not want to hear about that in the off season you do not want to be on the podcast together talking about how your season ended <laughs> early so the bragging rights that are coming with this and the i, I think it's going to be personal but personal on like a family level where you just don't want to lose to these guys you you're you have your strengths, you have your team, and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a grudge match. It's it's within the division. It's not the first time they've seen each other. It's definitely not gonna be the last time. So this, I think that's gonna be the game of the week. I I hope, I hope everybody shows up. I hope everyone's healthy. This COVID thing could easily just just change everything overnight. So that, that that's definitely a factor going forward. But I, I I'm really excited for that matchup. I think that's gonna be I, uh, a really good game. I I I. I I hope I hope it doesn't. It's always a it's always a possibility. Uh, I feel like I, I'm not as plugged in with the NFL, but I feel like for the NBA, uh, where last week and the week before it was like throughout the the day, every day, which is like protocols, 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 protocols. I feel like both I'm seeing and hearing as well as just looking at my fantasy teams, a lot more guys coming back and a lot less guys going out. So I'm hoping. There was the spike, and we are on the on the descent back to a much more reasonable level, and hopefully that's both for NBA, NFL, and just America and the world in in general. <laughs> well, playoffs are here; they're back. I, I I can't wait for them. Somehow the Patriots are in the playoffs, which I don't know if we would have started the season being as confident about saying that. And I know at some especially point, especially after in- that Miami loss to start the season, we fumbled. I. <laughs> This it's this not even it's not even mentioned it. They they kicked our ass again yesterday, and they they fired their coach. Like I, like that's, that's I feel like this is almost a shot at us. Like you guys you guys beat the Patriots twice. You sweep them for the year, which most teams, if you had that, the opportunity to do that, don't do that. That does not happen very often. So <laughs> I feel like that was almost a slap to the face to us. But whatever. I'm excited for them. I'm glad the playoffs are back. I'm excited for the new games. I like that they kind of got a, a highlight of a of a game each night. It's uh it's gonna be a good week. But speaking of back, we're gonna we're gonna jump into into some NBA talk right now. The guys we said last week were supposed to play this week. They all played. Kyrie played. Clay played. We're back. The season has now added two more stars. So I, I you got what you wanted right now. We get to watch. Better guys that are really good at basketball are now playing basketball again. It was fun. And both of them had, I'd say pretty, pretty good debuts. Uh, Clay last night, 17 points in 20 minutes, uh, hit some, hit some threes. It was as was to be expected, but also had a pretty, uh, pretty ferocious dunk right, right down the lane. And uh, Kyrie Irving uh, last week, uh, 22 points, four assists, three rebounds, three steals, uh, I saw the quotes from both of them after the games were very similar uh, and seemed very similar to when I got to play basketball again after, after the COVID break of just basketball is awesome. I love being back on the court. I'm so happy right now. They're both at the advantage of kind of having really fun teams to return to as well. The Warriors are cooking. The Nets have so much offensive time. I mean, any chance you get any time you got an opportunity to play with Kevin Durant and James Harden, I think, I think that's a fun experience. I don't think that's a terrible one. I, I'd much rather play with the Golden State guys, but I, I think something could be said about playing with just talent like that. So they're they're both in great basketball situations. It's it'll be interesting what happens going forward. the The likability scale on Clay Thompson could it go any higher? Like, is is it now on a scale of one to Clay? Is that like the new NBA likability scale? Because I can't think of anyone else who who just Across the league and across all of like basketball fandom, I guarantee every one of them was like, "Oh man, I'm excited for Clay to come back. I can't wait to see what kind of silly thing Clay is going to do with this Warriors team again in the post game or any any of the team bonding or the stuff we see on the the, the pregame and the warm ups and the kind of competing with Steph here and there. 
I, I, I just think he's one of the most likable athletes we've ever had. And and I wonder if there is, is going to be anyone else who's more likable than Clay Thompson. <laughs> is, is he just the universal guy? I, I don't think it can get any higher. Uh, he's flying pretty close to the sun because the way that you go from likable to unlikable is just to have everyone tell you, look how likable he is. He's so likable, right? You like him. I like him. Everyone likes him, right? Right, right? So I don't think he can go any higher. <laughs> well, I'm glad he's back. He's still a winner on my board. All right, I can't believe that the t- the best team in the NBA is adding a guy as good as him without trading for anything. Like this is this is guy's just on this he just roster. He's just on the roster already. So that's that's unbelievable. If you don't, if you haven't got a chance to see him, I I I'd still recommend it. Uh, the, the Warriors are are a fun basketball team to watch. So I I I would go back and and uh, be excited for that. So that that's that's something to talk about. Do you want do you want to talk about some sad Celtics thing or should we just move on to some uh, some more positive Becky Hammond signings? Uh there's not really a lot to it. It's just uh it seems like every other week there is a game that goes okay, this one gets the trophy for the worst game of the year and this pat this most recent one was up 25 points against the Knicks. And at this point, it's not even in my head of, oh, we're definitely winning this one. Uh, it's just, a, okay, do we blow this in the third quarter? Maybe we can recover. Or do we blow this late in the fourth and we can't recover? And this one was, and now it's not even just, I feel like not just weird Celtics Twitter. This is right on mainstream Twitter. People just saying, oh, Celtics are up by uh, 20 plus. Okay, well, they're going to blow this one. And it's just, it's so embarrassing and it sucks. And R.J. Barrett hit a uh, a crazy uh, three. Tatum was was right on top when we banked it in. Uh, he he really hadn't done much the, uh, the the rest of the game, but that's all all he needed to do. But just uh, it's just it's getting to the point where it's not fun to watch. I I've I've almost been like avoiding it, which is uh, which is unusual for me. And I don't know. I just feel like I had to get that out, and this this is my platform to do that. But we don't have to go too much into it. I told you so. I I've given up on watching the Celtics. I I'm, I'm they just if they're not gonna if they're not gonna play hard, why the hell do I need to watch them? Like they have not that they have to prove anything to me, but I I've seen this show before. All right, this is a terrible rerun that we need to get out of, and I I don't know how we do that. I'm I'm really over this 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 whole season the the way it is the coaching and all that i mean how many times is Yudoka going to call these guys out before anyone gives a shit like they just don't respond and it's not working i don't know if it's just a combination of guys the wrong locker room the wrong coach i i don't know why it doesn't work it doesn't make any sense but the rest of the league knows it's not working and that is our biggest weakness right now is that nobody's scared of us we could be up 25 against a team who is not even that good as the Knicks, and they still have the confidence to come back. No team should have the confidence of that. If you're up 25 on a team, they should be like, well, let's let's look forward to the next game, you know, whatever the next game is. Yeah, traveling. this is over. The door has been shut, but, yeah. But not against Boston. Not against Boston. Everybody else against Boston knows, I don't care how far we're down, these guys will lay down, these guys will go cold, they are not going to be able to do a complete game. And the rest of the league knows that. And until we start addressing and making changes like that, that's just the way it is. So I'm sorry, but it's not going to get better, man. Like, this is the team we're stuck with. Uh, and, and then there's just even the, the outside of basketball like concern uh, of Ime in the in the post game. I, I think it was after that Knicks game. Uh, kind of blaming it on the leadership. It's just like, hey, man, you're the coach. You are the leader. Like there are multiple leaders, but you as a coach, you are the main one. So you you got to get this uh, situated, and it just uh, it's kind of that's been the, the 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 rhetoric and just the the line all the whole time is like, oh, well, we just got to get you know we got we got to figure it out. And Al Horford will say something, or some one of the other guys will say something, but it's just there. It's just words, and I'm not seeing the action. Well, there's your bad news for the day. Uh, let's let's transition to the quick little good news here. Shout out to Becky Hammond. She's going to be signing with the WNBA team, uh, the Aces. And I don't think she's done with the NBA by any means. I think this is probably just an opportunity that she knows she can take, and she has every right to take it. I don't know why it's kind of taking her this long to actually get a head coaching job opportunity in the NBA, but I don't think that's I don't think that ship sailed at all. I, I still think that there's a real likelihood that at some point Becky will be a head coach in the NBA. And 
if this is like the stepping stone to getting there, which it seems like a step back, it's it's really not. It's fine. She's really good at what she does. You're going to see it when she coaches there. And she's going to be back. I, I have no doubt in that. I, I really feel like she's a capable person that can be an NBA coach one day. And I guess we'll just celebrate this for now. Uh, I, if, you're, if you're the Aces, you know, congratulations. I think you got, I think you got something here. She'll be the highest paid coach uh, in the WNBA. There are not specifics on what the uh, what, what the, the the contract is, but it's uh, rumored that she'll be earning three to four times more than the highest paid player. Which I did not realize that's how I knew that the WNBA players didn't make uh, you know nearly as much money as uh, as the NBA players, but didn't realize that it was uh, where coaches are making three to four times as much as the highest paid player. So interesting stuff. Uh, look, I'm excited to see what she can do, man. I, I just feel like the wisdom and the, the training and the, the being within that, that Spurs culture over there and the, the way they talk about her, the, the way Popovich talks about her, which uh, Pop is, is certainly a re- respectful person. Of, if you have talent, he, he's not afraid to like kind of let you know about it. Like even uh, other opponents and all that, he knows – He's a really smart basketball guy, all right. I, I think you could trust his his knowledge. If he says this is a good egg here, and I, I I'm gonna put a lot of weight into that, so I I would be excited for all that. Uh, all right, so th- we got about 15 minutes here. We're gonna wrap up some uh, some what, what do you, you call this New Year's resolutions? So some some sure. attempts at attempting to improve our lives. We're, we're actually trying to make actual change here. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Are you doing anything, or are we just gonna jump right into mine? uh sure uh pretty much uh every year for for a while now it's always been pr- pretty standard i think a lot of people do this so just uh you know i gotta get healthier like well i'm gonna uh i'm gonna, gonna drink less and i'm gonna gonna work out more but i've actually i've, I've been tracking this so i have uh i have an excel spreadsheet and uh every day at, like the end of the day i factor in uh workouts uh, minus uh, drinks. So if I worked out twice, you know that's a that, that that's a minus two, and the goal is to get to uh, to to an even even level. And I haven't I haven't got to even. I haven't even gotten gotten close. But every year, I've uh, pretty pretty significantly uh, reduced that uh, that number closer to zero. So this year, uh, hoping to uh, to to get closer. Uh, one of the things. Uh, so like today, I was able to uh, to get out and go for a uh, go for a, for a two mile walk, even though it was cold, and you know just trying to do more more stretching on the uh, on the weekends. We already do uh, eight minute abs at the house uh, during during the week, and last year we were pretty good about doing uh, weekend stretches on Saturday and Sunday. But just trying uh, towards the end of the year, it's one of the first things that that falls through and just ah we don't really want to do the stretch. You know, no one says anything, we don't get it done. But now at the it's the beginning of 2022, just trying to get that those those good habits back together. So, you know, worked worked out today. Got the got the walk. Did eight minute abs. So, all all headed in the right direction. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping I'm doing the same, but I, I'm <laughs> I'm either all in or I'm not in. I I can't do halfway stuff. No no half measures. I I, I saw Breaking Bad. All right, I, I <laughs> so I'm. I'm working out twice a day right now. I got a goal of putting on a decent amount of weight. I'm not. I'm not even gonna let you know the numbers, but I'll, if I get there, I'll let you know. Otherwise, I'm just gonna say, "Hey, did you get there yet?" Like, no. Yeah. I don't know why I set that goal. That was terrible. But I, <laughs> I have a direction I'm going. I'm working out hard. I, for the first time in my life, I actually have like a, a decent home gym set up here with some actual weights and the squat rack and all of that and. You know, I've I've been fairly active over the past years. It's not like I've ever really gotten out of terrible shape, but I've never really worked out as an adult, truly. Like it's it's really just been all right. You play a lot of basketball, you know. I do some push ups and pull ups, you know, maybe crunch here or something like that. And you know, I've gone through some running phases here and there, but never never really hitting the gym and trying to actually put on weight and get a little bit stronger on certain muscles and all that. And now now we're doing all of that, so. You know, a, a lifetime of skipping leg day has, has made the past week certainly painful, but uh, it's it's getting easier. I made it through one week of doing two-a-days, and uh, it's it's a big lifestyle change, mostly in diet, too, because now I'm trying to eat a lot more versus before. It was like, eh, maybe, maybe you know, go for the light beer and, you know, not a whole pizza, but, you know, two slices of the pizza. You know, and now it's you got to throw everything out, and I'm, I'm, I'm not 
pigging out on anything, but I have to eat a lot more if you're going to be working out that well. It just doesn't. It's not a good way to treat your body if you're going to be working out. You got to actually uh, replenish it, especially if you're trying to gain weight. So that's uh, that's the goal of of my year here. So far, it's uh, it's been a bit of a learning curve the first week of just practicing certain exercises because the number one goal. While it is to gain the weight, the number one goal is to just not get injured, all right? I can't play basketball right now. There's nowhere to play. So I have to come up with a new hobby that I can do. And the one nice thing about I could say about basketball, and it's not entirely true, is that I didn't really get injured that much. Well, I, I did get injured a lot. I just I can't <laughs> have anything take me out of this, all right? This, this is the goal I have to keep going for. So uh, we're not trying to do anything. Uh, you know, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. I don't think I'll be going out for any competitions or anything quite like that. But uh, that's... That's a goal. I'm I'm going to get to it. I'm more worried about what happens when I do get there because this idea of trying to maintain this and getting used to this lifestyle seems impossible. But for now, I have the problem is I have just way too much free time and <laughs> I'm, I don't know what to fill it with other than with terrible habits of, of I, I don't even need to remind you of the habits. I just this is a healthy thing. It seems like the right thing I should be doing. It seems like a good point in my life where. I can kind of responsibly, responsibly do it and not, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing like one rep maxes trying to say like, Hey, I lifted all of this. Like I'm, I'm actually trying to get bigger and stronger and, and that's more of the goal. You know, I don't, I don't need to be impressing anybody or prove anything to anyone. It's just more for me and myself. This is one of the few things I feel like I have control over. And that's, that's kind of why we picked it. You know, there's, <laughs> If you give me a decent hobby, though, that I could maybe trade off for in the next week, I, I may take it. <laughs> I, you know, I could easily be convinced otherwise. But for right now, this is the goal, and I'm I'm pretty good about my goals. I, I don't think I really let this stuff fade away. So I, I think the next time you see me, I, I should be heavier and stronger, and I probably won't look different at all, actually. It's, but I will. But no, I will be. I know I will be. It just may not physically look that different. <laughs> So that, that's, on, a, on a scale of uh, of one to ten, how sore are you today? Oh man, I went skiing today, and after doing, I mean, I did a bunch of leg days. I mean, just squats alone, deadlifts, the Bulgarian split squats, the side lunges, all, all sorts of things. Uh, the, the hip thrust extension, everything. I did all of that the whole week. All right, I did all sorts of variations of it and other exercises, and similar, you know, targets and all that. Just sitting down in the squat position today on the skis. And it was icy and it was cold and I it was the first day skiing out there. Yeah, no, the legs, the legs are sore. My my chest, uh, man, my chest just feels like I've been somebody's been just punching my body for like a week now. And, <laughs> and it's 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 like a good feeling and a bad feeling. It, it it's it feels like progress, but it also feels like I'm weaker than I was last week. So I I don't know. We'll, we'll see how this week goes. If, if we had to make it progress and it lifted a little bit more weight, because that's that's ideally the goal of how you kind of gain weight here. Is if suddenly the same amount of reps you were doing last week are a little bit easier this week. Well, it's 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 time to go up. I like, think <laughs> I think you might be confusing people, and I know what you're talking about, but they might not. You're not just looking to gain weight. You're looking to gain muscle, and so to gain muscle, you have to put on weight. You're not just looking to like eat a bunch of Doritos and get heavier. I just want to make sure people understand that. I don't think I could eat a bunch of Doritos and gain the weight I'm trying to put on either. I don't think that would work. <laughs> no, no, but you definitely need with working out twice a day. Your body is just like, hey, I am hungry. I just just to get the energy, not even to you know, the, the surplus of energy to be able to build the muscle, just the amount to just be able to go through it. So yeah, now, you, uh, I sure hope you're, uh, you know, you, you, you're usually maybe having a, having a cocktail or something during the podcast that you got to switch it over. That's gotta be a protein shake now, man. Full, man. full bro. You know, uh, you know what you want to, you want to talk supplements? Go ahead. Let, let's talk supplements. Let's talk about the little poison pack you gave me the other day. Let's, let's talk about how wild my day turned. Now, for those of you that don't know, I operate my entire life regularly from start to finish from the day i was born to today caffeine free i don't drink soda i don't drink energy drinks i don't i don't have coffee i, I occasionally have tea but even if i do i go for non-caffeinated because caffeine hits me and it does not it doesn't it just doesn't work i get shakes i get nervous i get anxious my my mind just starts racing way faster than it needs to be i i'm just I can just feel myself pacing right now just talking about it. But wise guy <laughs> over here for, for the holiday, I was like, hey, 
I'm moving to a new spot. I'm going to have room for like some gym equipment. I think I'm really going to kind of go for it this winter. And they're like, oh, cool. Shows up. <laughs> you show up over here with a big old uh, tub of uh, protein shake powder or whatever you want to call it. And like a tiny little tub of a pre-workout thing. I'm like, oh, what's the pre-workout for? Yeah, he's like, I, I like to have it. You know, it gives you a little extra juice. It also kind of starts a countdown of like you took the pre-workout, so you kind of have to work out. So it's almost like a like a contract, like obligation of kind of forcing yourself into doing it. I'm like, oh, you know, I I kind of like that, and I have been working out like crazy early just to function on a schedule here. So you know, maybe maybe a little caffeine will, will help me out. So. One of my full days working at the restaurant over here, I, I'm working out in the morning beforehand. I'm like, you know, the, today's a good day. If I wanted some caffeine and if I was going to need some caffeine, the full day at work is, is going to be helpful. So we're going to do it before the workout. We're going to work out, and then we're going to go work a full day at work, and then we're going to work out after work. So it's, it's, it's like a long day. Oh, my God. This is my, I'm still exhausted from this day. The, 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 the rush of the, the caffeine, way, way too much. Just, just poison. Just actual poison. My my attitude the whole day was just super anxious and way too antsy and just not not calm at all. A terrible zen. So I'm I'm done with the caffeine. I'm done with your pre workout stuff. I don't know how you operate on it. I don't know how people have coffee in the afternoon when I'm having this at like four a.m. in the morning and I'm not falling asleep that day until two a.m. It, it's 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 a drug. It's a drug for sure. I, I, I you you can. It's a drug for me. It may be maybe, maybe not for you, but it's definitely a drug for me. I I don't know what else to add to this, but that's that's like my ten cents on on caffeine. <laughs> you you want to have a weird prank on me? Slip a little caffeine into one of my drinks one of these days. So just see just see what happens to Will. Just watch. Just torment him a little bit. <laughs> I well, can't handle we, we it, did tell you. Uh... If you know for your first time, not to take the full scoop, maybe just do a quarter scoop to a half scoop. But you decided to go the the, the whole full thing. I also didn't realize that uh, drinking a ton of Mountain Dew as a kid was just going to set me up to be prepared for pre workout because all of the things that you mentioned do not impact me at all. I take that pre workout and uh, within minutes after drinking it, I can definitely feel the the tingliness i can feel the excitement that i'm going to the gym and then i get to the gym and probably about three quarters of the way through don't i don't feel it anymore at all especially once the workout ends i've showered no 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 change in my mindset or physically it just like goes away uh so it was definitely not something that was oh oh i i got him wait till he uh deals with the uh the post effects of this I had no idea to, that this was something to, to to warn you about. Well, I, I truly thought because I didn't have any of it that maybe it would work better. Like I would actually be able to capitalize off it. Like if you have caffeine regularly, this isn't going to be a, as much of a boost as it is for me. So like I first thought like, oh, well, I'm going to get the most out of this out of anyone. But it was just way, way too much, man. Like <laughs> I got way too much out of it. But like I probably could have stayed up the whole day. That. Maybe it's just because I've been doing the pre-workout for for a while now. But like even at the beginning, I don't remember any of the this stuff, and uh, I, I definitely drink more soda than you. But I mean, really, not that much, and you know, no, no, no coffee for me. So I don't know where I'm getting all this this caffeine, or I I, I don't know. It's maybe just one of those things. Like everybody's body's different, and it's just one of those one of those things. Yeah. No. I, I maybe I don't need to drink alcohol at all. Maybe I just just a little caffeine get me going, and it's just. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's traumatizing I, I can't tell you how stressful that whole day was the whole day at work my mind was just racing thinking about things i didn't even need to think about and i'm worrying about things i've never worried about at work it was <laughs> it is it, it, it was like a hyperdrive of, of way too many way too much mental capacity like i just if anything i want to slow down all right like you see the people that write like slow down on the computers at work and all that like you just that, that's that's what I needed. I needed somebody to write that down at, the, at work the other day. I needed somebody to be like, you need to calm down. Like, you just you just can't. And, and I drank more water. I did everything to try and get rid of it. There's there's nothing you could do to turn it off. Like, that's what I didn't like about it. It was, it was like the opposite of being high. Like, have you ever been too high and you just want to stop? Like, that, it was it was like that. It was just, I just need to turn this off. And you can't. There's nothing you can do. You just wait. Well, I will. Uh, I will happily take the uh, the pre workout back. So uh, don't don't throw that away. I will. Uh, I will take it. It doesn't go bad. So I'll just take that and uh, it'll help uh, fuel fuel my gains and 
Yeah, you're probably better off not uh, not using it at all. You know, a little, probably a little, little healthier. And especially if those were the uh, the effects that you had. <laughs> Sounds like uh, you, you got your system that works. And it's early in the morning and late at night. And if you don't need it, go for it. Now, I do feel better. I'm 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 sore, but I. I feel like there's there's a sense of, of accomplishment now. You know they, they say you need like it's kind of like two activities that could be pleasurable. There could be activities that are relaxing, and then there's a- activities that could be challenging, and you could feel good about accomplishing them. So I, I the the later the latter of those is, is much more rewarding than than the actual one. Like you can go knit a sweater and you could feel accomplished for it, but the work of it maybe not isn't quite the same as the commitment of you know working out all the time like that. It's, uh, sorry for the knitters. It, it, it's, it's still a pleasurable act. It's something you enjoy doing. You should continue to do it. I'm just more of there's two different ways to, to feel good about yourself right now. And sometimes you got to move forward sloppy a little bit, I guess, you know? <laughs> well, sounds like we're both moving forward with the uh, with the working out and uh, with with a lot of things. It's always helpful to, to have a buddy. And so, you know, I can kind of keep you accountable and you can keep me accountable. And I think that we'll both end up working out longer than if we were doing it uh, individually. Yeah, uh, maybe uh, <laughs> maybe this will factor into the bet consequences a little bit here. You know, and maybe Ooh, interesting. Maybe maybe one of us has got to enter a competition. Oh, just throwing it out there. Oh man, yeah, hmm. yeah. Shave that back. Yeah, we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Little column A, little column B.